Welcome to the Young Saints Leadership Podcast, where we're going to be talking about all things youth, from leadership culture to supernatural youth ministry and discipling revivalist. We hope you guys enjoy. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. <laughs> Whatever time of day it is. <laughs> Good morning. Good midnight. I don't know. Midnight, middle of the night, people. Um, wow, guys, what have we done this week? I mean, we just had our team night. At the time of this podcast. Yes. So when you're listening to it, it might not be that, but man, team night was so powerful. Yes. It's our monthly, all leaders from both of our teams and our worship leaders gather. And this week we had a, a guest guest come in, Rich yep. Gordon. He's the best. And wow. Wow. It was literally crazy. You know, you know it's a crazy team night. <laughs> Maybe when, that's why I still feel a little tired from oh, this weekend. I'm no, just like literally mosing on it was this week here. Radical it encounters. Was wild. People yes. laid out. When I we tried to my parents were watching our kids and we got home and we were like we were an hour late because we went an hour over. We went an hour over and no like one it. moved. It, it did didn't even feel like feel it. Because like everyone was laid out getting rocked by the yeah. Holy Spirit. He basically talked about how to host the glory oh of God. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Which is an amazing thing to wow. do, but it was just, if I don't it, know if any of you have ever been in these kind of meetings. We uh, might uh, sound just, wild. Just in a room with Richard Gordon. <laughs> no, yeah, it's going to be wild. He right. demonstrates the wild Jesus. Yes. yes. You know, and if you don't know what that looks like, Come to Young Saints Rich Conference or Young Saints Camp. and uh, Come to Young Saints <laughs> Camp. Oh, yes. Camp. But sometimes the wild Jesus gets a little scared of, but he's actually a lot of fun. He yeah. is a lot of fun. And it is where you have the radical joy, the man manifestations of the Holy Spirit that honestly, it's the, it's the space when you step in and you realize, oh, we don't control God. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. But literally people would Ooh. prophesy and... Um, <laughs> This girl was prophesying and then she prophesied over one of our leaders named Felipe. And he literally, she did not touch, touch him, y'all. Not even by not him. Not even by him. And he like, no, it was over Jordan. Well, it was Felipe too no, and Jordan. Felipe did well, the whole thing. Went flopping like they a went fish. flopping like fish. <laughs> like a feather in the wind. But like from across the room, the power of God was just so strong. It hit them yes. and yeah. they just started manifesting you can't make this up you can't no, make that when up. you're when you get hit by the power when you of God, watch it like that you're like yeah. i can't deny and that and if you don't understand it it's like when when you feel the lightning of god pulsate yeah. through your body no, i was seeing people with their eyes closed manifesting at the same time yeah it was like crazy. it was that kind of stuff that i'm like what yeah. is happening in this room it was yes. so good it was so powerful and, and, was, and the prophetic words that were released Oh where you know something about a person and it it is and like you know they don't you're like how, you can't make this how up. did you just yeah, say we had that some of those with some unnamed people that but are in this room <laughs> some powerful words anyways one day the world will know but not today crazy anyway crazy. that was our team night it was a very powerful time but today we have a special treat for you yes Ooh. we want to talk about am i exhausted or is it spiritual yeah, and um, unfortunately, you've probably clicked on this because you are exhausted. <laughs> Some of you, we got you. We got, we got you. you. But we're talking about like, you know, it's the night of youth group. We are showing up or it's an event or you're doing a Sunday night youth time, whatever your schedule looks like. And you're just like feeling great, 
and then it gets closer to the time. And you're like, oh, I feel like crap. Dread. I like do not want to go tonight. I'm exhausted. It's one of the worst feelings when you are so expectant on Wednesday morning, our youth nights, Wednesday night. So if you have a different night, it would probably be that day. But we, I'll wake up so expectant sometimes full of energy. Yes. And then we're about to head out of our house at five and it's like four. And I'm like, well, why do I feel like I need like a, a, a like coffee inserted into my bloodstream to get me back up? Like what yeah. happened? Yeah. But I other mean, days of the week, I don't feel this. It's not like on Tuesday, I come home at four o'clock and I'm exhausted right. or on Thursday. Unless you have that mom life and there's other days of the week. Well, yeah, you feel you that gotta, too. Yeah. <laughs> your parent life. Then you understand that sometimes the kids I'm just are, like, wow. Wow. I need that coffee. <laughs> yeah, I love coffee. I just like the flavor of coffee too. So I just would drink it all day. It's comfort to me. Yeah. Coffee is comfort. Anyways. <laughs> Anyway. There is parent life. So we're not talking parent life. You know, sometimes you get to the end of the day and you're like, what just happened? Our kids ran us over. But I have a prime example of Ooh. what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay? I love this. We have this joke as I obviously oversee worship. So I lead worship a lot. And we have this joke as worship. Most worship people, if you do it, you'll understand what we're talking about. Your sound check goes awful. And you're like, oh God, what have we done? Why am I here? <laughs> This is going to be awful. We can't play a song right. It is taking us forever to figure out the easiest song ever or guitar amps won't work or the tracks won't work. And you're just like, Jesus, so where much. are you? It almost sounded like you said Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> it's one of those moments, you know? And it's awful. Okay. And you're like, wow, I'm exhausted. Why am I doing this? We should just give up now. I sometimes will look at Rory like, Hey, worship's not it tonight. So just maybe one or two songs and we'll see if God comes, and but like, be no ready way. to come up quick. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then those are almost, I would say it's in the 90 percentile range. Yes. Those are the sound checks that set you up yeah. for all the most amazing worship Crazy. times that sometimes lead into worship nights. Like yes. the whole night is worship. And you're like, how did we have a sound check like that and experience yeah. gone like this? Mm, yes. And it's literally, Crazy. wow. It, we, I think we downplay the spiritual realm, especially probably in America. Maybe if you're from another nation listening, you don't, yeah. but in America, I felt yeah. like we downplay the spiritual realm and that there actually is a war going on for our attention and our sacrifices and our yes. And we are yes. being battled and combated to hold us back and pull us back. And yeah. I can feel those sometimes showing up to a youth service, yep. showing up to any service, yes. leading worship. And then yep. you're like, I feel so exhausted, but you choose to show up anyway. And God shows up. Yeah. And that is what we're talking about. Is it spiritual what you are feeling when you're like, I don't even want to go tonight. Yep. It, I think it totally is like, I, I, I think it can be both. It's like, sometimes you're just tired right. and you, you have to realize to and you need tired. to know I'm just tired. Not everything is spiritual. Right. Sometimes totally. it's, oh, I stayed up late two nights in a row or my kids didn't sleep. You're laying so, in the bed you made, okay? Yeah. You're tired and if you're you tired because you stay up late, you're laying in the bed you made. If your kids kept you up, then you're like, oh, this is parent life and there's and grace. Be grace. Yeah. But I do know the difference when I'm going, I was so pumped and now the opposite is happening as we're getting closer. And I have found the moment I recognize it, I can break it. That's when I know that the tiredness is usually, if it's spiritual, I will take a moment and personally go, Father, I thank you that if there's anything trying to come against my mind, that it would be lifted yeah. and that I could see clearly. 
And if out of that, I come back and I'm like, Ooh, I'm back. Then I know I better pull this off our team. Yeah. Or if I'm still like, no, my, my one-year-old didn't sleep for four nights in a row. No, I'm just tired. Can you go buy me a, like a, a quad shot? Like I need one right now. You know, yeah, you yeah, gotta know yeah, the difference. Yeah, like yeah. there is that reality, but I think there is moments like you're saying in worship, we have felt it, man, even our teams, like we've asked, like if you've ever had a huddle beforehand and if your team is very groggy, yeah. I will stop. Don't just push through a huddle or don't push through a time to just be like, no, I'm gonna hype everyone up, stop and go, hey, has everyone been feeling this for a while? Yeah. Or did everyone just start feeling this getting to youth? Yeah, that, that's what I was just about to say because I think a lot of times in trying to identify if something's spiritual or not, are you the only one feeling it or is there multiple? Yeah, and not, not every time, but I'm saying that's a great, but indicator. It's a great indicator. Wait, you're feeling this and you're feeling it and you're feeling this. <laughs> and we all had very different days. Okay, this might be something more than just our physical bodies, you know? Yes. Yeah. And, and I would honestly say this. Here's, I, I don't know, you guys can correct me, so I don't care if you correct me, oh, but I the, will. yeah, oh, she, she will. <laughs> um, what I have found is that the, the more momentum we are pressing into and the more breakthrough we've been seeing in youth, more days than not, something is trying to get me out of my sharpness. Yeah. something is trying to get me out of that space. Not like it's big and not like it's scary. I'm just aware of it. Okay. I'm like, let me paint a picture for you guys. And maybe <laughs> I'm going to paint this picture and you're all be like, Oh my gosh, that is what happens. <laughs> you wake up. Uh, maybe your youth service is on a Wednesday. Ours is on a Wednesday. So you wake up, you guys will relate. You're married, you have kids and you show up to work. Okay. So it's going to be the perfect storm here. Show up to work. You have awful meetings. Things go crazy. You're like, wow, that meeting sucked. Why, why they like destroyed me in that meeting or you walk out limping, you know, and then you come home and your kids are losing their mind. And they're like, I did this. I did this. Give me a touch. And you're Daddy, like, you play don't lose your me. mind Mom, on most other nights. Why yeah. tonight? And then you talk with your spouse and something happens and you get in a fight. And you're yes. like, wow, you are pissing me off right now. <laughs> what is going on? And it feels like you are being hit over and over you're and then you're just trying silent yeah you're just silent in the car like i gotta get or you're my- like we need to figure this out right so that now. we don't show up like this and like, oh yeah. my gosh and um and you're like wow what is happening i can almost always know when i'm having those days something is trying to pull me back and get me mm. distracted because something yeah. is planned for that night like it actually is the, the enemy showing his cards. So mm-hmm. if we've had a crazy day where we're not seeing each other or our kids are just like, honestly- And it's not even bad. It's just like, they don't want you to leave the house. It's just and they're like screaming hard and to it, leave. It's hard to leave. And you're like, oh, I'm feeling the emotional strain of this and pressure and all of this. Those are when I stop and I'm like, something big, heaven is shouting something over tonight. Yeah. yeah. And I need to get tapped in because I'm unaware of it because I am getting hit with distractions. But something is being shouted that- yeah. everybody in the heavenly realm is able to see or hear. So they are doing whatever it takes yeah. to distract, discourage, or to get us to feel exhausted. Yeah. So we almost show up and go, let's just get through youth. Yeah. That's the key is all, all the enemy doesn't need to actually do something at youth. He needs the leaders to get to a space of no expectation and faith and to go, let's just get through tonight. 
let's just get through tonight. Which we've all done. Which we've all, we've done. all done. We've all done it. But I would say it, that's the moment where if you find yourself there, it's probably not you. And you need to step in. And right now I want to give you your keys back to your own youth ministry. Like you hold the keys to the youth ministry and you go, oh, oh, I am a powerful person that's been given powerful authority. You are the gatekeeper. Yeah. You're like, you're the one that gets to show up. And I know like there was a youth night where I had a meeting that threw me and I left because I couldn't get my brain back. And the youth, the, the night went awful. It went awful. It went awful. And I knew, and I felt shame from it. And I was like, this, this is, I had a bad meeting and it spiraled me. And I mean, it was chaos. And, but it taught me, it was crazy. crazy. And it taught me so much though. I was like, I I need to realize I'm a gatekeeper. Like not out of pressure, performance, none of that. Out of an awareness to go, there is grace as a gatekeeper to tap in. Mm. I don't have to do more. I don't have to hype myself up more. I need to be dependent yeah. on his grace to go, oh, you've established me as something. I need to be able to tap in. And my responsibility is to just stop and go, Holy Spirit, I thank you that regardless of anything that just happened, yeah. you're enough. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I've said it a couple times, but I would say to all people in youth ministry, it really could apply to anything you do. But since we're talking youth, I tell our leaders, your greatest assignment every week when you show up is you are here to destroy the works of the enemy and fan the belief of the calling of God in a kid's life. And I feel like sometimes we can show up thinking, I'm just here. And you've had a crappy day and you're just kind of like, oh, I made oh it. well, I made it. But there's so much more spiritual activity happening on your youth nights that if you can push past and say, no, I'm going to break that lie over that student that could literally alter the course of their life. We don't even need to have like these crazy encounters. Nope. Yeah. Like I remember we did an altar call and this kid opened up to Dante and he just was a simple lie that he was believing. And Dante was there to speak truth and fan the belief of the calling of God in this kid's life. And yeah. For all we know, that altered the course of his life. 100%. Well, and I think it's this. I think it's part of and we, it. But I'm oh, saying we think yeah. spiritual is like, oh, it's going to be this crazy yeah. encounter. Right. But you actually could be shifting something that doesn't even feel spiritual. Yes. But if you show up present and say, I, I refuse to disengage because of my day, I'm going to choose to engage based on what I know God is capable of. Yeah. It'll change how you are present on a Wednesday night or a youth yeah. night. And and I, I want to speak into this aspect of it too. When youth ministry, it, it, ministry is is an is an assignment, and so it's obedience. So when I show up, I'm not just like, oh, I've said yes to this, and it's a responsibility to me. It's an assignment and obedience. And so I think to myself, when it feels like I'm so tired, I'm so swirly. My kids didn't want us to leave. Wow, we haven't had a lot of time together. So our connection, like stuff is just bothering us. I step onto that campus and I'm like, Jesus, thank you that tonight is an offering and I will choose to give you a really good offering. I will choose to give you a really good offering that I know even if everything's trying to get me to settle with a blemished, broken offering, I will choose to give you my absolute best. And that means I have to step on that campus, shake off whatever is trying to come at me and go, 
tonight, everything I'm doing is an absolute offering. And you know what's crazy? What fire falls on sacrifice. And I think we miss that when the those moments happen that give us the opportunity as a leadership team. So if you're a youth leader or a youth pastor, a leader of an environment to show up, if you're a student leader, to show up and go, today was crazy, but I know this is an assignment. God, I'm giving you my best tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when honestly crazy stuff happens every time, every, every time. time, every moment, something crazy is coming against us. And we show up like that breakthrough. Yeah. Let me ask you guys a question. So you've done the process of elimination. You're like, I don't think it's spiritual. I think I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. And maybe you don't even have kids. So, you know, there's something else going on. Like what would you guys practically advise a youth pastor? Like I'm showing up exhausted and I don't have to, how do I fix that? So the next week I can be a little more present than maybe I am today. <laughs> What person are you going to share it with? That's great. Who's going to be that person that you just, not not to offload, I'm not talking about offloading on your team or what, but, but I think there's a certain level of vulnerability and shared strength that, that you can experience on, on a youth night or an event where it's not just you having to carry everything. And I think, a lot of times as leaders, we, we feel this pressure like, oh, I'm exhausted, but I can't let anybody know that I'm exhausted. Yep. Yeah, that's good. And, and actually feeling the freedom to, hey, I'm actually going to let people know where I'm at. Not so that I can just be known, but so that I can show up without shame. That's yes. good. Yes. So that I can show up where I am with what I have and bring that fully. And so, yeah. I, and something you just mentioned, I want to highlight this. Maybe we'll talk about it more in a different podcast, but at least to give people an insight. Uh, a lot of times we imagine that the busyness of our work days was taking us out or the busyness of our life is taking us out. And I am, I have come to find my busiest work days do not make me tired. Right. It is the battle in my mind. If I let that get out of hand, that's what exhausts me. So when you said letting people in so you don't show up with shame, shame depletes energy. Oh my goodness. Shame, accusation, anxiety, mm-hmm. discouragement, fear. It, yeah. they, those things left unchecked, yes. not exposed, not covered, deplete, yeah. Un- unresolved, unresolved issues, issues yeah. unforgiveness. That actually yeah. steals right. energy. It's right. true. It's not actually the business. So, so many youth pastors are like, I just can't wait to get to a place where I have a whole day where I can prep. You, right. That's not real. Yeah. I can't wait till a day where just, I don't have any more meetings. That's not real. Meetings right. are not killing you. Right. What's actually the battle in the mind, the shame, mm-hmm. the regret, the fear, the not feeling enough, those things steal my energy. And so when I expose them and I get them covered and all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, I repent of letting that. Yeah. Or even like what you were talking about can be seen as hiding. Like if you're hiding your real self from your team, no wonder you don't want to show up because it's exhausting for you to have to put on this show for the people you're leading. Yeah. Yeah. You're a powerful leader and you never have a moment. I'm like, be open with your team, be honest, be vulnerable. It's that'll all, help it's you. Overrated. Sh- yeah, that'll help you not feel so exhausted when you show yeah, up. And, too. and I think with that too, the gift that you'll find is um, new, 
greater perspective. Because there's so many times where I've let Rory in or I've let someone um, on the team in and the perspective that they bring can pull you out of, oh man, that, oh, that was spiritual or that was a fog. And I I will say something. Okay. Just as a leader, I'm going to throw this in. Okay. So when we say, let somebody in or let your team in, what we're, we're not saying if you're having a substantial crisis or issue <laughs> that you walk right. into your team and right before Offload. youth night, no. you, yeah. you are moping and like, just let me sh- see me. That will actually destroy your youth yeah. team in service. So like right. your worst day can take other people out. Yes. Yeah, you need to be aware sure. of that. Yeah. The, what we're saying is though, is that if you don't have people that you are doing life with, that you can let see you. That could be a space of your exhaustion. That could be a space of why you're exhaustion. And, and those people can be on your team or they aren't on your team. Right. Maybe some are on your team. So we're not, I just want to clarify that yeah, so people don't great. have that's that. Great. Like, I'm just trying to be real. No, no, no. Be, you're, you're wanting to display authenticity. So when I'm struggling, this is how I choose to show up. Yes. I call people, I bring people in, I get my thoughts under control and then I give a sacrifice. Someone seeing me, someone seeing me mm-hmm. and I can fully show up where I'm at. Yes. We're more thinking you show up to your huddle before service. You're like, guys, I'm really tired. Can you guys just pray for yes. me? Yes. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. a way to be seen with your team that you're leading, but you, yeah. Just That's great. Another yeah, because it, really it's, it's real. And I think the, it's debunking the lion leadership that says this. Uh, there is this like facade that goes, if you're a leader, you are the strength. You better be the strength of the environment. That's why I love talking about um, we're the gatekeeper. We're not the strength. Okay. Yeah. We're the gatekeeper. Well, a gatekeeper opens a gate and closes the gate. Okay, so all the stress off. Sometimes leaders are like, it is up to me. If I don't do it, nothing will happen. That's not true. You have a team and we actually rely on the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit does the work. We rely on the Holy Spirit, but I'm a gatekeeper. I open the gate and I make sure I keep it very open so I can allow people to thrive, Holy Spirit to move, God to invade, Yep. But opening a gate is very easy. It's good. Okay, so so my job as a leader is actually his yoke is easy, his burden is light, even as a leader. Just the temptation is this the higher you go in leadership, if you don't start opening up when you are at level one and two in leadership, man, the stakes feel really high when you get yeah. to level five, six, seven, and eight. So you gotta start that now. And even if on here you're like, man, I've been in leadership a while and I've never done this, start now. Like there's never, it's never too late to start this process of getting open, seen and vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe a checklist or something that you can go through when you feel exhausted, you know, on a night, you can ask yourself, is it physical? Is it emotional? Is it relational? Is it spiritual? And sometimes you might find that it's more than one. Yep. And I think that's, that's the complex of being human is it can be, you know, it was emotional and then maybe you opened up yourself and, and it became, it became spiritual. spiritual. Yep. And so being aware that sometimes one can lead to another. Or a relational conflict with your spouse can lead you to actually thinking mm. accusational thoughts. Yes. yes. And then yeah. now you're partnering with something over here. Exactly. I was just going to say that because when you were talking about asking yourself the question, I know personally for Rory, um, relational issues 
weigh him down so heavy. And so say something comes up and say I get mad. I'm hesitant to bring it up before we're about to do something. Because first of all, I know if it really did affect me and I'm not just being emotional, I can bring it up tomorrow. Right. Because if I bring it up tonight, it could take him out. And is that really worth the cost right Right. now? Um, And so I will be less likely to bring up our relational issues on a night that we're having a team night, a youth night, or he's about to lead our 1 PM service for church. Like I will probably withhold. Yeah. And people might say, Oh, I'm not being seen. Or you could call it wisdom in knowing when to bring something up. It's, it's if something is causing you to not show up. Yes. If something would cause you to not bring you Mm -hmm. something would cause you to disengage. Those are the things you're like, Oh, I have to, I have to bring those to the light Mm -hmm. because I can't afford me not showing up. And those are usually things though, that are, that are more than one occurrence. So, So sometimes this, like if you just get in a, a battle, like I think, what Mari and what you're saying is if I hurt Mari and it's something that she's like, man, we need to talk about this because it's something that keeps happening that we have to talk about. That's not needs. It doesn't need to be brought up right then and there. Right. Yeah. And I think sometimes people bring stuff up just because they're really angry. Right. And then they want to prove a point Yeah. because they don't really want to solve it. They just want you to know, Hey, you made me mad and you hurt me. And now I want you to actually feel just as swirly as I feel. Yeah. And that's a bummer. And that's, you actually can, I'm going to say this, it could be intense, but I mean, you can actually be played into the spiritual warfare game unintentionally by, by realizing instead of just forgiving and going, we can address this later and it will be addressed. It's not like stuff gets unchecked or not but it doesn't need to be addressed right now. If something needs to be addressed right now, I would say, man, it, it has to be so big yeah. and so drastic that it has to be addressed. And if you feel like always me and my, my, my spouse have to always be on the same page constantly at all moments, at all times, you are setting yourself up to never be yeah. the strength that yeah. you can be. Because if I'm only okay, if Mari's okay and Mari's only okay, if I'm okay, and we always have to be perfectly, it's called codependency. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, then I can't show up unless my wife's happy or she can't show up unless I'm happy. Wow. We're going to get taken out. Yeah. Another thought just on the spiritual, um, you know, one of the most powerful acts if not the most is um salvation is confession with the mouth and i think a lot of times with engaging with the spiritual a lot of times there's been times where i'm driving to youth and i'm in the car and i'm tense Mm. and i haven't even said anything i'm just thinking thoughts and there's been times i've broken through that fog by literally saying with my mouth this does not run my life come on this is my Jesus, you are here. You're, yep. you're in my car. You're not far away. You're with me in this moment. I have everything that I need to bring myself tonight. And making declarations yes. with the mouth cuts through all the noise that we can sometimes Absolutely. feel from relational tension, from emotional, actually saying declarations with your mouth before you feel that sense of connection That's to good, yourself. I, I think it's really important when it comes to cutting through the, that spiritual atmosphere that sometimes our mindsets can set in the car so or drive good. there. It's good, bro. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. 
Love that. There's just, I think I can't stress it enough of there's, there is a spiritual war going on and we can either be engaged with it and be on the offense of we're taking ground or we can be taken out by it. And it could happen through, maybe you got a bad bank statement awareness right before youth. could be money. It could be, oh no, I don't even know how we're going to make it this weekend. Or it could just be your spouse or your, if you don't have a spouse, your girlfriend or boyfriend, or I mean, there can be so many things, but we're just wanting to challenge you before you, can I say yeah. one thing and then I'll say it, a practical piece before Mari challenges. That is why in the Bible, it says we are seated in heavenly places. The only way to overcome spiritual warfare is to war from the right perspective. So we're talking about all the stuff that plays out on earth. That is yeah. the result of angels and demons and, and this war that is happening over people's lives. Stuff is warring over our students, over ours, everything. The only way we win as leaders is we stay in the highest perspective, in the right seat to where we are constantly, our minds, our thoughts are only guided by the Holy Spirit and what the Father is saying. And we're seated above and we're going, oh, yep, I see. You're trying to take our team out. Oh, I'm aware. Man, you're trying to get us all tired because something's about to happen. You're, you're like, we always, the, the joke of there's a demon in the, the soundboard because something's happening. Like we've all joked that reality going, oh, something sure. is trying to take us out and distract us. I don't want to engage yeah. in this war. I want to get seated and go, oh God, you are so much bigger. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's creating the habit of coming up higher. Yes. yes. It's not, it's not, you know, this optimism no. or over spiritualizing. Yes. It is it's reality. I am creating a muscle to yes. renew my mind on how I'm engaging with the spiritual. That's so good. Yes. Yeah. And you'll notice like you, maybe you had a great day and you walk in and you're like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I've had right. that happen before. Like, it doesn't like, oh, even oh, have right. to be you were physically taken out in your day. You could walk in and be like, right. Oh, I feel so, I was, I don't know. I'm until. sure there's so many people that have walked into any environment. Maybe it's not even the ministry you're leading. You're like, wow, I feel really insecure. Like, what am I doing with my life? What? And you had no thought of that your right. whole day. You're probably picking up on an atmosphere or maybe something that people are feeling in yep. that room. And it's the Lord of making you aware of what's going on. Yeah. So be, I just want to challenge you, be aware of your thoughts, how you're feeling, especially when you walk into a room or we've even been in huddle. We're like, God is going to move and Jesus <laughs> is going to break out in joy and blah, blah, blah. And then you get into a service and you're like, Oh, okay. Wow, here we are. Did it translate? Did it? I I don't know where you're at, God. Be aware of those moments. God is wanting us to war and not in a, we're fighting against the devil. We fear the devil. We do not fear or fight against him like that. We just stand our grounds as sons and daughters and say, no, God, you told me what was going to happen before I walked in this room. I am the thermometer in this room, not these people. I'm leading... I get to to determine what the temperature is, how hot or cold we're going to... Thermostat. Thermometer. No. Oh, thermostat. thermostat, Did I say thermometer? Yeah. but I Thermostat. Thermostat. I'm the one that controls the temperature. I'm not telling you what the temperature is. I am controlling the temperature. And even as a worship leader, I've noticed like, I'll sing something and I know it's God, but it takes a while for sometimes for the room to catch on. So if I try something once and no one catches on, I'm like, I'm just going to try it again. 
Because I know that I'm determining, I'm not moved by what's happening in the room. I'm leading what's happening in the room. Does that make sense? And so be aware of when you walk into your youth service or you walk into your staff meeting or you walk into your youth leader meeting, be aware of what you're feeling. And it's you, it's honestly such a, a maturity to walk in and be like, I know I'm physically exhausted, but I can still be present today. Or it's, wow, I was hit spiritually and I'm going to show up and I'm going to wage war on what's trying to come against me. Yeah. So it's good. good. So am I exhausted or is it spiritual or both? <laughs> or both. <laughs> or both. Yeah, both fun. can happen, but we hope this was helpful for you guys. We love you so much. If you have any questions, always feel free to reach out, but that's yeah, it and for if, today. And if you're wanting prayer over something that is spiritual, yeah. reach out to us. Let us know. Yes. Got we'd you. love to help. See you next time.